0: Episode number 39 of the Healthier Life Podcast. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing really great. We've just finished the first week of my brand new Fit and Flourishing group coaching program. And I really enjoyed our group coaching call last week in particular. There's something very powerful about doing something in a group Just being with other like-minded women who are committed to the same journey is just so encouraging. Being able to share tips and ideas and questions and learn from each other. I think it's such an empowering experience. And if this kind of programme is something that you'd like to do, then get on the waiting list and you'll be the first to be notified when the next round of Fit and Flourishing is available. You can do that by heading to catherinesheltonnet forward slash fit and flourishing and you can find out more about the programme over there too. So, what else is going on in my life at the moment? Well, it's only about four months now until I'll be running my very first marathon. And not just any old marathon, this is the London Marathon, and this has been my dream for so many years. I'm both excited and terrified at the same time. I did an 11 mile run yesterday and I felt great, so I'm really looking forward to gradually upping the mileage and seeing what my body can do. And I'm particularly proud to be running the marathon in aid of the amazing charity Compassion. Now you've probably heard of Compassion and maybe you already sponsor a child or two through Compassion. It's a Christian charity whose aim is to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. And they work in many different countries around the world Primarily through arranging sponsors for the children so that they can get access to better education and ultimately a better future. But they also work to ensure better health care. And the team that I'm running with, we're all raising money to help fund a mother and baby unit in Kenya to help increase the rate of child survival in that part of Kenya and to help the mothers with breastfeeding and through those critical early months. And so if you'd like to sponsor me and donate towards this amazing cause, while also giving me a bit more encouragement as I spend a lot of time and energy training for the marathon, then please head over to bit.ly slash CS Compassion. That's bit.ly forward slash CS Compassion any donation, no matter how small, will be gratefully received and will go to a really worthy cause. I'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you so much in advance for your donation. Okay, let's get into today's topic, which is all about some of my top recommended health books. I have to admit, I love reading health books and I love reading books in general. I am one of those people who have at least seven books on the go at any one time. My bedside table is piled high with books. And I have to keep a running list on my phone just to make sure that I don't forget any. I wonder if you can relate to that. Well, in today's episode, I would love to tell you about six amazing health books that I have read in the past couple of years. So have a listen. And then why don't you choose one or more of these if you are serious about upleveling your health in 2022 or whenever it is that you're listening to this episode. You can find the links to all of the books mentioned in the show notes below. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer as always, the information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, if you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Katherine Shelton, let's get started. So today we're talking about six of my top recommended health books and the first one is called How Not to Die by Dr Michael Greger. Now just to say that this is not a book titled How to Not Die, the author's not suggesting that we can avoid death completely. Instead he investigates how we can do our best to avoid spending our final years wasting away with chronic disease. So what is the issue that is discussed in this book? Well, Dr. Greger reminds us that there is no such thing as just dying from old age. Everyone dies of something. It might be a heart attack or it might be an infection. In more affluent countries such as the US and the UK, the biggest killers are heart disease and cancer. And life expectancy rates have indeed gone up in the last century, but we're not living those extra years in a healthy way. Most people assume that chronic diseases are simply genetic. They believe that they're destined to get X, Y or Z and there's nothing that they can do about it. But you know, that's not actually true. About 80% of chronic disease is down to diet and lifestyle, which is totally under our control. And the main risk factors include smoking, being obese, lack of exercise and a poor diet. And I would add in there too, high levels of chronic stress. Indeed, nutrition plays such a huge part in determining our health that it is still amazing that most medical doctors have had little to no training in nutrition at all. So in part one of How Not to Die, Dr. Greger outlined the 15 most common causes of death in the US, which includes heart disease, various cancers, stroke, Alzheimer's and diabetes. And he gives tips and guidance on how best to avoid each one through adopting healthier diet and lifestyle practices. And then in part two, he goes into more detail on the specific nutrition tips. For example, how to get in more greens, beans, berries and whole grains into your diet. I really recommend this book. And you can find out more information about Dr. Greger at his website, nutritionfacts.org. I love his quote, Eating healthier is easier than you think. It's inexpensive and it might just save your life. So that's How Not to Die by Dr. Michael Greger. The second book I wanted to mention is called Eat Yourself Healthy by Dr. Megan Rossi. Now, if you're suffering with any kind of digestive issue, such as IBS, bloating, or something more serious like colitis, then I really recommend this book. Gut health is not an easy issue to talk about because you have to mention things like stools and diarrhoea, but somehow Dr Rossi makes it all seem rather glamorous. Her book not only educates you about your digestive system, but also gives you plenty of tips and advice about how to improve the health of your gut. The gut microbiome is something that we're all becoming more and more aware of in today's world and how important it is to keep your gut microbiome healthy and how much your gut microbiome actually affects all of your health. So the book is wonderful and there are also recipes and a helpful personalised action plan as well. So that's Eat Yourself Healthy by Dr Megan Rossi. The third book I want to mention is called The Stress Solution by Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. Now, Dr. Chatterjee is a British GP and has a brilliant podcast, which I highly recommend, called Feel Better, Live More, and I myself listen to that regularly. Dr Chatterjee has written many books already and I would recommend any of those but I was listening to The Stress Solution particularly in the audio version while I was out running and I really love Dr Chatterjee's holistic approach to health. Stress is such a huge problem in today's world and if you're struggling particularly with stress and to be honest aren't we all then this book is loaded with great tips and information that you'll find incredibly helpful when it comes to managing your stress better. So that's The Stress Solution by Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. The fourth book I'd like to recommend is Mindset by Dr. Carol S. Dweck. Now, this is not your usual kind of health book, but the topic of mindset is so important to our overall health that I had to add it to this list. I personally found the book fascinating, Dr. Dweck talks about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, and then she gives plenty of examples as to how this plays out in various areas of our lives, in parenting, in business, in sports, and in relationships. And as a parent, I've already been implementing some of the insights from this book into the way that I encourage and interact with my own children. So that's Mindset by Dr. Carol S. Dweck. Book number five is called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Now, I wasn't sure about adding in this book here because although it is a fascinating subject, the book itself is a little dense and scientific. In fact, full disclaimer, I did start the book several months ago and I still haven't quite finished it. If you remember, I do have six or seven other books on my nightstand. But what I have read so far has been really, really interesting and insightful. There are some amazing facts and studies in the book, as well as information such as how caffeine affects our sleep and why, and also how we can improve the quality and quantity of our sleep, which is really, really important in today's world where people are just not getting enough sleep. The author says that he's probably the only author who really doesn't mind if you fall asleep while reading his book. So that's Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And finally, my last book recommendation today is Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Now, I have to say that this is one of the most helpful books that I've read recently, and I've recommended it to so many of my clients who are all finding it really helpful too. It's written from a biblical point of view and addresses the myths that are negatively impacting the lives of many well-meaning Christians. For example, the ideas that setting boundaries is selfish, setting boundaries will hurt other people. I ought to always say yes when people, especially my church, ask me for help. Or even, if I set boundaries then I will just feel guilty. Do you recognise yourself saying any of those? So what are boundaries? Well, according to Doctors Cloud and Townsend, boundaries define us. A boundary shows me where I end and someone else begins. Knowing what I am to own and to take responsibility for gives me freedom. And I particularly love the way in the book that the authors point out the difference between a load and a burden. I think this is really, really helpful to understand. A load is the everyday responsibilities that each person is expected to carry. So it might be written into our job description or the household chores that we have agreed on. A burden, on the other hand, is something that happens in an unexpectedly difficult time of our life. And it's something that often is so big that it threatens to overwhelm us. Now, the Bible tells us that we should carry each other's burdens. That's Galatians 6 verse 2. But it also says, just a few verses later in Galatians 6 verse 5, that we should each carry our own load. In other words, we shouldn't be expected to do things for other people that are their own day-to-day responsibilities. And more than that, if we do, then we are ultimately doing them a disservice. So what has this got to do with health? Well, not having proper boundaries in place and regularly carrying other people's loads can lead to things such as unnecessary anxiety and worry, overwork and overwhelm, energy depletion, sleep problems and insomnia, adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue syndrome, and other health issues. It will also give us less time to look after our own health and mental well being properly and we'll not have enough time to flourish in and to enjoy our own unique life path. And finally, we won't have the margins in our life necessary to help when real burdens occur that we really need to be helping people with. So setting healthy boundaries in our lives can help us to regain some of the control that we feel that we've lost, and it can help us to make better choices for ourselves and our families, and can increase our levels of joy and commitments. Now, the book helpfully identifies several areas where you might be suffering from boundary conflicts. So these include things with your family members, your friends, your colleagues, as well as with yourself and also with God. And it also includes a chapter on setting boundaries with the internet and social media. And I believe that this is an area where many, many people are struggling and perhaps not even realising it. So if you haven't already, I highly recommend that you grab a copy of the book that was Boundaries by Doctors Henry Cloud and Townsend. So there we go. That's six books that I highly recommend in terms of health and wellness. Let me know which one you're going to choose, which one you're going to start with. I would love to hear from you. Write to me at support at In the meantime, don't forget to sponsor me for the London Marathon and also sign up to be on the waiting list for the next Fit and Flourishing group coaching programme. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.